Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Hump Day, Pew, everybody! Pew. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom. Oh, we only got the little bits. There, there we go. go. Bradley Trainer. Uh, happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. It's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. <laughs> in places where there is sunshine. But we're getting the day. But we day. need that rain. We need that rain. Yeah, Keep it coming. We're getting the day we have. Uh, but you know what? I am just going to go out on a limb here and say that we're having a moment with Britney Spears. Oh, I feel like I there's. Mean, it's a long. It's, I think that's more than a moment. moment. But yes. It's It's an epoch. It is. We're having an epoch with Britney Spears. And um, you kind of never know what you're going to get. Bradley, uh, tell us about the response she had to one celebrity who was trying to flatter her. Should we get the Cobra Gang together? Oh, yes, I forgot. We got to get that Cobra Gang together. Whenever there's trouble, without a the double, with a Cobra Gang. You've got the crime. We've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. Wee-oo, wee-oo. Okay, so what you're talking about is Millie Bobby Brown, MBB, uh, showed up on Drew Barrymore's The Drew Barrymore Show uh, on a Monday. name. I know, it's kind of appropriate. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was asked... If she, well, she said in this interview with Drew Barrymore, because that's her show. On the Drew Barrymore show. That she would love to play Britney Spears in a movie. Quote, I think for me it would be Britney Spears, like if she was going to play someone. And, you know, it would be Britney Spears. She added that the Britney story just resonates with her. She said, quote, growing up in the public eye, watching her videos, watching interviews of when she was younger, I see the scramble for words and I don't know her. But when I look at pictures of her, I feel like I could tell her story in the right way and hers only. Okay. Mm. That's interesting. That's a, that's just a, you know, Drew Barrymore asks a question. She answers it. She's on the show. She's got opinions. She looks around and says, you know, Britney Spears. And I think a lot of people would love to play, Britney Spears, because we've all been on this roller coaster of emotion, the drama surrounding the real life tale of one Britney Spears that not surprised that Millie Bobby Brown would bring that up. Right. No. I mean, there is obviously a story to be told. Also, Millie Bobby Brown um, is a singer. So you would imagine she would want to play somebody. And a dancer. She could, she could be in the foyer. Yeah. Just like she Britney. could twirl in a foyer. Um, but you can imagine that she would want something that would show her entire range of talent. Right. So from her angle, it's like, I think I could do that well. And from Britney's angle, it's like, we've been watching this story unfold. We want to see the story. So Britney had a few things to say about it. And Shocking. Th- this is, this just tells you the space that we're in with our friend Britney right now. I And this was on a post on the Insties. Quote, I hear about people. I don't even know what Britney's voice. I can't do that. Mm, I hear about people wanting to do movies about my life. Dude, I'm not dead. 
Although it's pretty bleeping clear they preferred me dead. I oh. guess my family's going to lock their doors now. Okay. It's funny the same two people who gave me life are the same exact two people who took it away. But guess what? I'm alive and I'm breathing again. Okay. <sighs> We are in a space with our girl and we know it. She is, she's working through some stuff. And by that, I mean, I don't think she's really working much, but she's on Instagram Mm -hmm. and things are coming out of her mouth. I feel like girl, Millie Bobby Brown is complimenting you. Mm -hmm. It is an honor. I think Mm -hmm. that a woman like Millie Bobby Brown would want to play you. Also, I don't know if you know this, but that's not how bio, uh, biopics work. Right. Or some people call them biopics. Biopics. Biopic is just when you uh, can only see with a bionic eyeball. Um, so, Brittany, it's a compliment. Don't take it personal. You don't, And you don't have to be dead. Nobody wants you to be dead. Right. But you see how, like, if you, if you bring up Brittany's name on social media, Brittany will be, like, somebody will go, like, I love Britney's roses. I want to have a lot of roses in my life. You can just like if I you could probably ha- create a bot that would just react with a Britney post oh. or a Britney response to like people mentioning her yeah. because at some point it'll be like comment comment my parents wanted me dead. It's true. So you know we've all known these people in our lives. You've been close to them. Uh, you've probably eaten meals with them. Maybe they're in your family. The person who can turn anything into something about their the thing that is stuck in their craw or their trauma or whatever. Like you could be reading your grocery list to them and they will somehow be able to flip it around back to the thing that hurt them the most in middle school. Right. Yeah. And that's the time that we are in with Brittany. And my hope for Brittany is that she will at some point realize that there are tools and ways that she can process that and come out the other side and be able to see the, the, the kindness that somebody else is actually trying to extend to her. Because to your point, that was actually like a lovely tribute. Yeah. It wasn't like, Oh man, that woman's life is full of drama. I want to, I, I want some of that. Yeah. Or like, no, I can't wait like, till she dies I so I can play her in a movie. She didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, no. And you don't need to be dead to do a biopic. It's right. I, again, it's just, she sees everything through the lens. And I know we try to be hopeful and like one day, I don't know. I think Brittany might just be broken in a way that is not going to like her life experience is just going to be with her forever. And I do. I hope that it, that there is a public facing Britney that seems less um, broken. Sure. Because I think for, you know, her fans and the people that want to appreciate her career and hope that her career has a future uh, going forward. And it's not just all about the past. I think that that's, you know, that's a laudable goal, but people sometimes don't. And it's like, I think sometimes people just want her to be different and better because mm-hmm. they want the old Britney back. Well, guess what? I don't know that that Britney ever existed, much less is capable of being brought back healthily. So yeah. while I hope Britney as a person gets all the help that she needs, I'm not really worried about it because she's got all the resources. So yeah. if anybody has a chance to deal with their the trauma of their past, she does. That said, I don't think she has 
we we should have any expectation that she's going to be quote normal yeah. in society's like she might just be this person and for her that's on her and her experience and that just might I don't be need her to are. change for me because it's awkward it. because what I do know is we'll have something to talk about mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know how you unwind that toxic. Do, 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 do. I will say this. So there is uh speaking of Britney Spears and speaking of, you know, people who have uh, tried to heal through trauma. Mm. I admittedly am like super team Selena Gomez right oh, yeah. now. She seems ever like since, she's in a good place. She really is. And ever since I watched her documentary on uh, Apple TV plus called my mind and me, um, I've just really had a ton of respect for the way she's told her story, the way that she has led us sort of behind the curtain of some of the times that were not her best moments and how she's moved through them and kind of integrated them into how she's kind of going forward in life. And you know, remember, she was invited to Britney Spears' wedding. She went to Britney Spears' wedding. And then oddly, Britney Spears just recently called back a, a statement that Selena Gomez had made and kind of twisted it up. And it was all about, about showing your body on Instagram. And Selena Gomez was on a podcast with Jay Shetty, who we've been talking about more than ever because he kind of is adjacent to all the celebrities. Yeah, he's like a, a pop a philosopher, if you want to call him that. He's at least a celebrity uh, adjacent. Yeah. Um, positive, you know, inspirational, motivational figure. Kind of coachy guy. So Selena Gomez was on his podcast and uh, the topic of that comment that she made that then Britney Spears, you know, kind of took over and you know, chewed up and spit out in her the way that she's been doing things like that lately. Yeah, that came up. Um, and that, by the way, that comment was uh, something that that Selena Gomez had told the crowd at the American Music Awards in 2016. And it was, quote, I don't want to see your bodies on Instagram. I want to see what's in here. And she pointed to her heart. She said, I'm not trying to get validation, nor do I need it anymore. Well, she said on this podcast she explained kind of what it meant, but she didn't bring Britney into the conversation, which I just thought was so classy. She said, you know, I felt like I had to be a certain way. And that's why in 2016, I was talking about my body and talking about my appearance and talking about, oh, everyone's going to see me as this Disney kid and nobody's going to take me seriously. And that's where all the confusion came for for me. Um, And she said, one thing I noticed when I started to, and then she talked about how that was part of the jumping off point for the documentary Mm -hmm. that she did, uh, My Mind and Me. And she said, one thing I noticed when I started to watch the documentary back for the first time, I didn't even recognize that girl anymore. Meaning that person that was, I mean, because she, it spans, you know, many years. Yeah, and developmental Um, years at that. Exactly. Um, And she said, you know, it broke my heart because I was talking about my body and my image, and I just hate that I ever felt those feelings. Um, and I just, I just admittedly, she can do very little wrong for me, Okay, but it was just such a, like, I, th- I think a thoughtful reflection on what she said and why she said it and giving context to it Yeah, and oh, not, for sure. and not dragging Brittany into it. So like not closing the circle yeah. 
by throwing a dart. I think she's had a lot of experience uh, throughout her life and also most recently because there was this whole drama around the woman who donated a kidney. Yeah. um, That there was clearly some drama between the two of them. Although I will say she did seemingly get petty in the comments about that story. Um, So, you know, that she's a human. human. Yeah, Yeah. she's a human. But, um, you know, at least she is just keeping things, you know... She seems to be keeping things uh, clean on her own side of the street more than, you know, bringing other people into her life for the sake of drama. It's clear that the effort is there and uh, that is respectable. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here with all of the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. What's up, Holly? Oh, yes. We're talking about Jennifer Aniston and her Chanel nipple kini. Okay. Got the... lots to say in that regard. She does, but she's not talking about her nipple kini necessarily. She's talking about her IVF attempts. Mm. This yeah. is really interesting um, because this is a new version of, uh, or not, not a new version. This is a new chapter of a story with Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Yeah, no this, one we've not heard. Mm-hmm, exactly. So Jennifer Aniston is opening up about what she's calling a challenging road of her IVF experience. She said that it was hard bleep while trying to conceive. She said, if I wasn't going through that, it would never become who I was meant to be. And she said she has gratitude for all the bleep things in her life. She's swearing a lot in this interview. Yeah, she's, you know, real she's got no bleeps left to give. Yeah, well, she said she was trying to give them all in this. Yeah, exactly. They're all in the pages of Allure magazine. So she said that uh, several years ago, she was trying to get pregnant. And she adds that during all the years of media speculation about whether or not she was going to have a child, she said that sometimes she was going through IVF and, quote, drinking Chinese teas, according to her. Mm. Yeah, she said she was throwing everything at it. She said, I would have given anything if someone had said to me, freeze your eggs, do yourself a favor. She said, you just don't think it. So here I am today. She said, the ship has sailed. I suppose a definitive answer on that question that tabloids have loved to ask for mm. the past 15 mm-hmm. years. Yeah, I think it's, it, it's you know, interesting that she's sharing all this, especially as uh, protective of, as she's been of her life because of the way tabloids have treated her. But I think it's, you know, helpful because it's super relatable by many of the people that are reading it. I also read that she went on to talk about having zero regrets, which, you know, um, I think helps so that she doesn't come across as like, you know, poor me. Yeah, yeah, which is usually the the you know the narrative that they lean into. The other thing about this is you. I think I hope what I hope is that one of the things that people take from it is the recognition of how painful mm. that must have been when the tabloids were, uh, you know, telling that story about poor Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Uh, and why hasn't she had a baby? And how painful that is for a person who is. Uh, you know, traveling through the wilderness of infertility. Um, that is, I'm. I don't know that she said that explicitly, but I'm hoping people have that compassion because I think that's an oh, important sure. part of the story. Yeah. yeah, she just said of her own personal experience that she feels a little relief. She said, in relief in the sense 
that there is now a definitive answer for her. Yeah. And she said, you know, there's no more. Can I? Maybe, maybe. She said, I don't have to think about that anymore. Mm -hmm. So she clearly was compassionate and, and empathetic about that part of the journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also, again, just like, I think it's really, you know, interesting to see her talking about being this vulnerable, especially because of the way that the media has treated her. And I would argue that it's actually a good thing to appear vulnerable because I think it does dismiss some of this, you know, like poor Jennifer Aniston crap that the tabloids, you know, with the public's help has have been pushing for, you know, the last two decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's move on to Kim Kardashian, where fans yes. are trolling her over a cooking video that she posted on social media. Well, I... Yeah, I mean, she uh, people are saying that she's pretending to cook in a new Beyond Meat ad. It's an ad. Thank you. It's a also, she's just, is it she's just tossing stuff in the air fryer. She's just like I, that's literally so good. I don't want. I don't. Hi guys. I don't want to offend anybody, but I would say throwing things in the air fryer is hardly cooking. Yeah, well, and a lot of people are like, hey, honey, you probably have a private chef, so please don't fool us I mean, into Dorena thinking that... I a restaurant in her basement. Like, it's, yes. it's fine. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know that... I, I think it's, you know, it makes sense that Beyond Meat would hire her. I don't think that they hired her thinking, like, people are going to think that Kim Kardashian yeah. is like a home cook and they're going to relate to her. No, they know that they're going to get a certain amount of impressions because it's Kim Kardashian. Also, yeah. I do think there is a subtext in it. Like, it's so easy. Even yeah. Kim Kardashian yeah. can do it. What do you know? Well, honestly, I, forget most people aren't chefs. Right. Because most people have busy lives. They don't have the time to cook every mm-hmm. night, and they want to throw something in their air fryer. And Kim, you know, again, gives the, uh, the platform and the audience. And, I mean, I would like to meet the person that was like, you know, I think when I look around uh, for chef, you know, like influencers, I think we should really lean into Kim Kardashian. Right. Said nobody ever. Exactly. Millions of milkshakes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I went to that spot. <gasps> I forgot about and? that. That was on that was on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. And this was back in the late 2000s where all the celebrities went to make their special brands of milkshake? Yeah. It was weird. Were yeah. there really millions? No. <laughs> I mean, I suppose if you did the math, you could have millions of combinations with all of their toppings. Yeah. It was mediocre froyo. Uh, I mean, so fine. look where but she bummer. is today, man. Don't I mean, ever underestimate the power of mediocre froyo. May we all remember yeah. that lesson. Uh, Melinda Franch Gates is moving on with her first oh, romance yes, <laughs> since splitting with husband Bill Gates. She is allegedly, supposedly dating former reporter John Dupree, who is not shy about sharing a shirtless, a shirtless selfie oh. on social media in the past. Yeah, I do. That. I do love it's just it's clear to me that he likes to see the way he looks against uh, dramatic nature backdrops with his shirt <laughs> off. But, you know, good. I'm happy for her because yeah. she doesn't have to be yeah. with <sighs> the situation yeah. she was with, with before. Yeah. yeah. Be, the situation being Bill Gates. Let's be yes. Honest. A.K.A. <laughs> not Mike real. Sorrentino. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. <laughs> now that would be. Yeah, I'd watch that reality yeah. show. I mean, yeah. hey, you know, he's a stand up guy now that mm-hmm. he's out of his uh, 
incarcerated experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. for his tax issues. She's a billionaire. He's from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch the heck out of that. Yeah, right. Snooki Green comes light. over for cocktails. Uh-huh. Hilarity ensues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> King would show Jim up for Tan laundry. Measure. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady uh, apparently is, you know, moving on and he's searching for a better peace of mind now that his divorce. Oh, I, was I thought you were going to say a piece of <laughs> yep, I mean, where he, I thought you were going with that. <laughs> look, he probably is, but that's not on the PR docket for Tom Brady. Okay. Divorce no, mail. He's a dad doing dad things. That's right. He's searching for a better peace of mind. And you know how we know this? Because he's talking about it on his podcast called Let's Go. Okay. Good for mm-hmm. him. Yeah. They allegedly supposedly have been apart for years. And so I imagine like emotionally they're both like in, you know, much better places than the public is about this, you know, oh. end of a relationship. Well, it's very clear. You can Hollywood speak Giselle's public statements about her divorce from Tom Brady. And she has emotionally moved on yeah. from that yeah. Yeah. years ago. Yeah. She's also actually physically in a better place right now because she's in some like paradise location vacationing oh, now. That's nice. Yeah. So it's gonna rain today. Yeah, versus be his right. one of four eco estates, they're yeah. both gonna be just they're, fine. They're good. Right? They're good. They're just fine. But you know what? He said that his daughter Vivian points out his grumpy faces. Oh, mm-hmm. that's adorable. That's what yeah. kids are for? <laughs> yeah. Look at your face. Yeah. Look at your they're face. They're like a verbal Dad. mirror. It's grumpy. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Nothing but joy. Yeah. You know what? We don't have time for another story in this Dirt Alert. Oh, fine. But if you you were going to do one, would it be that Virginia Jufre dropped her case against, uh, what's his name? Mm -hmm. Prince Andrew? No. No. uh, Dershowitz. Uh, Yeah. Oh, Alan Alan Dershowitz. Dershowitz. She said she thinks she made a mistake. Yeah. Oh, well, that's interesting. We'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. Long story short, there was probably... Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Thanks, show, Holly. we're going to get some pop culture mysteries to solve in the form of blind items. Holly will give them to us. We'll try to solve them after this on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here. Are you looking for a new home? Well, it's time to make your move to the Snyder team with EXP Realty. And if you make your move to the Snyder team, they could feature your home like Snyder team member Claire's new listing at 244 Star Avenue. This is walking distance to downtown New Richmond, a three bedroom, two bath with gorgeous original hardwood throughout, granite countertops, stainless steel appliances, and a couple of things that make this listing really unique extra large two-car garage detached carriage house think of all the amazing things you could do with that carriage house oh she shed man cave whatever you want to call it a place to put all your fabulous tchotchkes the snyder team goes above and beyond to promote their listings just like this one on 244 south star avenue so if you're looking to buy or sell a home Make your move to the Snyder team today. Call Jennifer. Head to thesnyderteam.com. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly brings to us in this little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Um, Blind item zombie? Blind item brain. Well, yes, you have to use your brains to solve Mm -hmm. these celebrity gossip mysteries. Now, this one was from last Friday. So let's travel back to a week ago and solve this. Apparently, this actor who once starred in an iconic role 
decided to get a spray tan in his dressing room at a morning show. Oh. The show won't be able to use the room for quite some time. <laughs> spray what? was everywhere. Oh. Why wouldn't you be able to use the room? Because they like sprayed the tan all over the room and not just all over him. No, no, I know. But, oh. like, you can use a room. It's not like it's going to rub off on you. <laughs> Okay, Okay, so give us the stats again. Actor. Yes, an actor who once starred in an iconic role. Okay. Who once starred in an iconic role. Yeah, not anymore. I know. Yeah, yeah. Matthew Perry. Ding, that's right. Give it. Yeah. That feels right. Uh huh. Because he's been. That's unfortunate. He's been real tan. He has been real tan. And apparently. Sometimes people get the mistaken impression that, like, a spray tan can just, you know. I don't know. Cover up years of misuse. You've, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We'll give regretted. you that that glow. Regret years of years regret. of regret. Uh-huh. Well, ah. filling in the blank. So apparently, Matthew Perry decided to get a spray tan in his dressing room at a morning show. The show won't be able to use the room for quite some time because spray was everywhere. Also, don't Google Matthew Terry by mistake. Oh, oh why? What, what happens what, there? Yeah. Uh, Ex-Marine stabbed girlfriend almost. <gasps> to, I'm not going to read the okay. rest. It's I terrifying. That's not, we don't like that. Yikes, can um, we move on? No, yeah, let's yes. just do it. <laughs> by the item. Um... Here's a blind item. In addition to paying for everything, this still very young A-list singer slash muse is also paying for her boyfriend's drugs. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, a muse. Uh, boyfriend's drugs. Who do we know who's dating? Focus more on the muse, or not the muse part, the singer, singer part. part. Yeah, I think that will get you to a destination. Wait, this, okay. the muse is the singer though, right? Yeah, it's the yeah. same person, okay. but I don't um, know why. The, I mean... They're just saying that, like, yeah. she's his plaything. I, I guess. His inspiration. Sure. Shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, oh. who do we know more? The the, the Chanteuse or the uh, Creeper Daddy? Yeah, we don't know. I mean, the creeper boyfriend's daddy. name has been out there, but don't focus on that. Okay. Focus on the singer. <sighs> and she's young? Yep. Uh, and, like, super young? Uh, yeah, okay. and... The couple went to an event together over the weekend, um, dressed in a blanket. Billie Eilish? Yeah. She went as a blanket? Well, no, she went in a blanket. So oh, the I thought two it was like them, a Halloween thing. No. <laughs> she did not go as Michael Jackson's youngest child. Oh. Blanket. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um. But she went wrapped in a large Gucci blanket with her boyfriend. But what uh, Angie Lawyer is saying is that Billie Eilish oh, is, you know, footing the yes, bill these two. for her boyfriend's uh, recreation. Well, because wasn't there also this conversation, speaking of Halloween, their Halloween outfits, he dressed as a dirty old man and she yeah. was like a little you a know, baby, baby. Mm-hmm. And people were like, um, um, that's kind of gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK. Yes, they are both wearing a blanket. And pajamas. I want good things for her because, you know, she's been doing this since she was very young. You can't tell me that being that famous that quick isn't going to have an effect on a person. You're right. Oh, because she was literally just like spit out by the machine so quickly. Yeah. No, it's funny because I actually had a conversation about her with a friend of mine who works in the music industry like a week ago, who was telling me about seeing her before she was who she is now. And like, she was 
like 15 years old. I mean, she was so young and she was already before she kind of hit the stratosphere. She was already working in music. Well, she's not even legal. No. Yeah. She's so young. Oh, my gosh. I'm worried about you, Billy. Yeah, I'm just ah, saying. Keep like, the head on straight, to, to please. To make somebody that globally famous that quick at that young age is terrifying. Yeah. For those of us who've watched a few celebrities do that. Yeah. Mm. Let's do another one. Okay. Blinded by the idol. Now, this is a blind item revealed. This blind item was first published on October 30th, and we've got two folks to think about. This on-again, off-again boy bander who is also a minus list solo just looked at his phone the entire night at dinner with his actress wife, who also did nothing but look at her phone. She also ate about two bites of food from something that cost about $200 and didn't even bother taking it home. Ooh. Uh, Oh. Um, You know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to say Donnie Wahlberg. Ooh, like it. Wrong. Oh. Okay, so you're saying sometimes boy bander. It's not like a Nick Carter. Not a Nick Carter, no. That's for you. But Uh, is it one of those older, like, was a boy bander, still goes out on tour? No, this person's a little younger. No, not a one deer. No. Mm -mm. Okay, a little younger. A little younger than that. I think this person still is either in their late 20s or early 30s. And they're a boy bander? Well, yes, technically. But part of the group, but have their own career. Yes. Who is that in the year 2022 that's a male that's... Like in their 20s. You guys know who this is. We do. Nick Justin. Jonas. Ding oh, for Bradley. Yes, queen. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. He is 30. We talked about her. Yeah. Or him. I mean, we mentioned him yesterday or her yesterday because of the Celine Dion movie. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Nick Jonas, who, by the way, just turned... 30 years old oh back gosh. in September. So Nick Jonas just looked at his phone the entire night at dinner with Priyanka Chopra, who also did the same thing. Now, Priyanka Chopra also ate about two bites of food from something that cost about $200 and didn't really want leftovers. That so. doesn't surprise me. People yeah. don't appreciate the... The art of the leftover? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I love of, me a leftover. The art of the doggy bag. Yeah. Don't miss out. Just leave it over. I'll take your doggy bags. I sometimes, well, no, not sometimes, most Monday nights, uh, I love the dinner we're eating more than I loved it on Sunday night. Always. We always do leftovers on Monday. Yeah. I love, the second day of anything is usually yeah. better. Oh, yeah. Um, also, I I actually am going to go out on a limb here and say I'm surprised they were out to dinner in public together at all without, like, you know, swarms of paparazzi. Mm. Under yeah, they the haven't. Radar? I mean, they've really been under the radar lately. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Since their, so. you know, child was born. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Taking it easy. Mm. Let's solve another one. Okay. Oh, you'll get this one right away. Okay. This former teen mom is having trouble landing a rich husband. <laughs> so has been forced to settle for fans who want a meet and greet no. to make a oh living gosh. the fans probably don't know they're being recorded when they arrive at her place oh is that farah yeah it is farah farah abraham oh my gosh farah mm-hmm. farah mm-hmm. is she still living in that place she burned down and left bad yelp reviews for probably in austin <laughs> texas stop oh stealing yeah. you know it's la mm-hmm. oh god now, remember that life we yeah. lived boy now fair abraham having trouble landing a rich husband so she's been forced to settle for fans who want a meet and greet 
to make a living. Now, what the fans probably don't know is that Fair Abraham allegedly is recording them when they arrive at her place. When you say meet and greet, is some is a different area of the body meeting and greeting? Yes. yes. Okay, that's yes, what I, okay. yes, yes. Just checking. Uh, no, they're not just like showing up and like, hello, an here's my autograph. Also, did you know that she has peacocks in her house? Like on the wall like pictures the, of them like or? the streaming service a source has exclusively revealed to the sun that farah ruffled feathers at her posh austin high-rise where she's been residing since this summer after she introduced a pair of peacocks into the building after moving in no and i'm looking at two caged peacocks who look like they've seen better days and that's just sad. That's awful and what what? So are you telling me that she is no longer selling her um, stuff in a jar? Remember, she was oh, making making right. a killing at that. Well, that's only because that other woman did it. Well, the other woman was did it first. And yeah, it was that's what I'm saying. and then she w- took it. Yeah. to number two <laughs> because she can't have an original idea. <laughs> no, and then that poor lady. That's sick. Yeah, she got, went to the doctor from farting too much. Mm-hmm. But now she's doing something else. There was something else she did. Was she selling something else yes. in a jar? Yeah, like I think, I don't know, but there was something else she was doing. Mm. Yep. Uh, the only- sweat? I have no clue, and I'm not mm. Googling yeah. it. No, well, don't do it. I am looking at Fair Abraham's uh, Instagram account, and on her grid, so to speak, she's um, getting shockers on her head. What are you saying right now? Hashtag brainwaves. I don't know. I'm looking at Fair Abraham's (laughs) Instagram account. Listen, she will honestly, she will try anything for a buck. Uh, And I'm sure that she has some sort of partnership with whatever that brainwave experience is. She also said that the LSAT... The test that you take in order to... She's still trying to convince us she's doing that. Well, no, because now she says that the LSAT is a joke to our society. Great. Great. Anyways, now you know. go back to Havard. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you. Speaking of jokes. (laughs) Uh, Holly, thank you for those blind items. Oh, yes. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we are going to reacquaint ourselves with um, another muse named Julia Fox. Oh, yeah, very musy. Uh, and hear what she's got to say <laughs> recently uh, after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Uh, thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. I know that most people have been wondering, um, probably for days. What's going on with Julia Fox? You think they really have been wondering? No, No, you probably haven't, but you should. And here's why. I went from pervy Italian girl to skinny and sickly. Mm. These are words out of the mouth of the 32-year-old actress and uh, model person, otherwise known as Julia Fox. Now, you might ask yourself, why is Julia Fox talking about being a pervy yeah. Italian girl? What does this mean? Why is Julia Fox talking about being a pervy Italian girl? What does this mean? Uh, thanks for repeating the words I just said, because that is the question I wanted to answer. She was speaking on the High Low with Emirata podcast. You know what the High Low with Emirata is? No, but it sounds like a dish that I would get, like a breakfast <laughs> dish, like a really uh, fancy breakfast dish. No, it's basically a podcast with Emily Ratajkowski. Oh, Emrata. 
I didn't know she called herself that. Well, now you do. And you also know easier to spell. some of the words that Julia Fox, the once muse of Kanye West, had to say. And this is all about what she's... And I know you're like, I don't really care about her, but you do trust mm. me. You do. Why? Because of the things that she was saying about how her life and career have been affected since dating Kanye West. Oi, you guys. Okay. After the big relationship... That's what she calls what she did with Kanye West, ah. which I would call a flash in the pan, hot minute uh, train wreck. But to her, it was the big relationship. Quote, after the big relationship. She has that like sort of like. Uncut jobs. Yeah, that sort of um, vocal fry that, you know, we we noticed. And now it's just ubiquitous. So mm-hmm. to point it out, even though I just did, is kind of pointless. But anyway, after the big relationship, I definitely, I just, oh, people. I just love people. After the big relationship, I definitely noticed a shift in the acting way. Not in a good way. I'm not getting as many offers as I was before, weirdly. There's been a lot of weird drawbacks with reaching that level of notoriety. Um, she apparently, after or before dating Kanye, she was really typecasted as a pervy Italian girl. And I don't know what that is. Is that like a genre? I don't like, know. What is, okay. Like, where are you getting casted? Yeah. That people are like, <laughs> you know, you would play a really good pervy little Italian girl. Hmm. Also creepy. We're looking for a pervy Italian girl. Is Julia Fox, is Julia yeah. Fox available? Pizza Hut's new marketing campaign for 2022. Pervy Italian. <laughs> it's me. It's me. <laughs> okay, I'm going to keep my mouth uh-huh. shut. Fox added that before dating West, she was really typecasted as a pervy Italian girl. And now I'm and now I'm just like skinny and look sickly. And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> OK, I don't know what any of that means. I'm either. sorry. I'm not trying to be like unnecessarily uh, biatchy about it. I just I I am. I kind of have a thing for her. And I'm going to tell you oh, why. Well, that is news. Is it though? Like it's the people we talk about on this show, right? Like there's something about them that draws us to them. It's why we talk about Fair Abraham. It's why we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow. It's why I now find myself talking about Julia Fox because I thought to myself, I she doesn't have that filter that so many of us have. (laughs) Yes, thankfully. Mm -hmm. So you get an insight into her mind in a way that's I don't that naive is not the right word, right? It's she just doesn't have the filter that I think a lot of people would have when they're speaking openly and publicly. And so I am curious, like, what is what does this mean? So, like, for her, she's saying dating Kanye West changed how people looked at her. Mm-hmm. I would say that doesn't surprise me at all. No. But why did you think not like how did. How How is that a surprise to you? Like, how did you think that was going to go? Well, and actually, you know, it's funny because I think that what you just said, but also I think she like she operates from an assumption that we that that we knew about her or cared about her before she dated him, which that would be. Listen, you know. There are things that we know about ourselves that other people don't know. And then there are things that we don't know about ourselves that other people do know. Right. So what she d- fails to know about herself, because she was doing she was working, she was doing things, yeah. is that to the to the m- mainstream, 
she was not a household name. Yeah. She has become known because she dated Kanye Kanye West. West. And that comes with consequences, but it also comes with benefits. And the benefit is everybody knows her name. The consequence is everybody knows her name because she was dating Kanye West. Yes, exactly. But we can all see wherein you get known for something and then you realize that that's not who, you know, like for the public, we are now learning who Julia Fox, if we mm-hmm. give her any time, you know, we, we now maybe like try to understand her more beyond what we've known her for. If we're being thoughtful about life. Right. Mm-hmm. But also the converse is true. And that's, I think what draws me to her because she has had this very unique experience and it's like, she knows who she is and always yeah. has known who she is. Right. We don't. We're just entering the story. She's realizing now that the world only sees her this one way. Mm-hmm. And apparently it was pervy Italian girl before. And now it's just, wait, what did she say? Thickly skinny. Yeah, it was. Uh, and now I'm just like skinny and look sickly. And it's like, I don't know. And then I watch her on TikTok because she will show up in my TikToks. And, um, you want to tick tock about it? I do. It's just, I'm fascinated by her because she's like one of those people who does, she's, I, and I don't want this to sound like a generational thing, but like she doesn't have the same boundaries that we would have had at that age. Mm-hmm. So she's talking about her experience moving through the world in a way that is very open mm-hmm. and candid that I find fascinating. I mean, I don't relate to it because I, I, don't live in that world. And it seems a little navel gazy mm-hmm. to be quite honest. And I think maybe you should think outside of yourself a little more, but that, but that's not unique to her. Right. That's just the space she's in. Yeah. And the um, space, a lot of people at that point in their life are in. Well, here's what I will say. If anybody has a role for a pervy Italian girl, she's still willing. I think I is what maybe? I got from I that. I know. Like what role is that? I, I I'm still confused. Yeah. When we return on Olive the Colleen Garden. and Bradley show, what exactly? What is your favorite fun fact? 651 641 